What is a disciple? Question we've been asking ourselves for over a month now, and I think it's an important question, a question that every church must grapple with, and especially every believer, every Christian must grapple with. Am I truly a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ? Am I sitting at his feet every day? Am I learning? And am I learning enough that I'm maturing and growing in order to make a big change and a big, big impact on the world in which I live? The fact is there are really too few Christians who are truly disciples and who are making the transformative change that we need to see in our world today. It is my hope and prayer that we will add ourselves to the number. We'll put our hat in the uh, we'll put, put put our 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 ticket in the hat and and join the, the the bandwagon to proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord wherever we go. And as we continue to grapple with what it means to be a disciple, I hope that you will allow the Holy Spirit to produce that transformation in you. The watching Sitam Church online. My name is Reverend Kwame Rubadiri. looked at a number of areas, at least five, four points. The fifth one will come today as to what it takes to be a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. We said the first thing really is to have a revelation, a deep, personal, faith-filled revelation of who Jesus is. Because once you know who he is and once you're impacted by that reality, you can never be the same again. You must inquire. Your curiosity has been piqued and you must follow the track to find out who is this Jesus and why is he so important to me and therefore to the world as well. Then we have to deny ourselves. We, we need to set aside the desires and the ambitions that we have in order to put Jesus Christ first. He must take first place. He, he will never be a co-pilot. He will never be uh, uh, your best boy and he will never be the one who carries your bags. He is Lord and Lord means he's owner. Lord means he's in charge. He also said that we are to take up our cross. He wanted to make it very clear that discipleship is a messy business. It's going to require you to make sacrifices, sometimes very painful, uh, but sacrifices where you lay down your life in the same way that he did. You may not be crucified, you may not be persecuted, but he wants to challenge you to give everything, everything in your life, everything that you are, everything you know, to follow him. And that's the fourth thing that he wants you to do is to simply follow. Make sure that he's in front. Make sure that he's the one you're listening to on a daily basis. He then says something very interesting uh, and something we often apply to people who haven't given their lives to Christ. But Jesus was talking to his disciples when he made this statement. In verse 25, he says of chapter 16 of Matthew, whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me or for my sake We'll find it. What good will it be to somebody to gain the whole world but forfeit their soul? Oh, what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? Jesus is basically saying here that if you and I are prepared to give up every ambition, every desire of our lives and our own will in order to serve him and to be of service to him, we will find the greatest fulfillment in our lives. I've met people who had 
been pursuing careers, pursuing professions that they were really gifted at, but prepared to lay that down in order to do the higher calling of exactly what the Lord Jesus Christ wanted them to do, either to become a pastor, to become a leader in some Christian organization, uh, and not to say they looked down on their ambition or their profession, but they realized that there was a higher call on their lives. And they were prepared to put that down. They were prepared to put down all the trappings, all the salary, and all the benefits that may come with their profession in order to live a life that honors the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you should stop being a lawyer or an architect or a soldier or a doctor. Uh, I'm simply saying that a time may come when Jesus says, set that aside for a moment. I want you to do something specific for me, something that I've been preparing you your whole life to do for my glory. And so you may have to give up that profession. And sometimes you may just have to work within that profession and represent the Lord Jesus Christ as one of his disciples in that profession. But whatever it is, it means that you are prepared to obey the directive of the Lord. You're prepared to do what the teacher says because as we said before, a disciple is purely a learner and learning about what God wants to do and how he wants to use you is something you must constantly do even in light of everything else that you do. Whether you're a banker, a nurse, whatever it is, a teacher that uh, God has called you or gifted you to be able to do. If he says, time to move to something else, you must be prepared to do just that. Too many times we want to make the best of our careers, the best of our professions for our own sake, and we say, yes, well, I'm still a believer, I'm still a Christian, I'll do as he says. But we must be prepared at some level to lose what we call our own lives and the life we're trying to make for ourselves. Because Jesus deserves far more and far better than the little bit of time we give him on a Sunday or the rest of the week when we read our Bible. He wants a whole life experience. And that means giving your life fully to him and to his sake. And I pray that you discover that journey as you make the commitment to be a disciple of Jesus Christ.